Good morning. Welcome to St. Matthew's. I'm so glad you're here. I'm getting older because I'm going to bed earlier, and I went to bed after the first period watching the Toronto Maple Leafs thinking that all is well in the Leaf universe, but <laughs> woke up this morning and found out they lost, but they got one point out of it. I don't think there's anything to be announced except uh, um, are there still tickets available for the roast beef dinner? Okay, if you haven't picked yours or you know of somebody that wants to come to that lovely dinner, uh, please see Diane Youngblood or Marilyn Schultz for tickets soon because I think they'll be probably sold out, I hope. Um, okay, that's good. That's good to hear. And the other uh, I draw your attention to is that we'll soon be coming to Shrove Tuesday Pancake Supper, so please be aware of that. I think our church has the best deal in town. Uh, it's a free will offering, as much as you like to eat, so uh, please be aware of that and, and support all the different activities that are taking place within the life of our parish. Second reading, where Paul, I believe, talks about fear and trembling, it reminded me of my first sermon that I had to preach in seminary. <laughs> As many of you know, I enjoy watching sports, especially the hockey, the Maple Leafs. As to how well they'll go, I don't know. Somebody asked me, he says, you're a Maple Leaf fan? I said, yes, I've been suffering since 1967, so who knows? But this summer, athletes around the world will gather in Tokyo, Japan, to participate in the Olympics. And already several Canadian teams, like the women's soccer team and basketball team, they have qualified to represent our country in the Olympics. And these athletes who now represent our country will let their light shine before others to encourage, especially our young people, to instill within them a self-confidence that they can do the same in whatever endeavor they engage in as we watch their lights shine before others. And when I see athletes compete to represent their country, I look upon our own community of faith and I see it operate in somewhat the same way. We, the members of this faith community, are not athletes, but we too are asked to let our light shine before others so that they, the world outside, may see our good works. Hearing the readings from the Holy Scriptures, it describes the good works which are pleasing to God. And both the Old Testament, the psalm we sang, they describe what is pleasing before God, the light which Jesus says that we are to let shine before others. There was one point in worship that 
I was uncomfortable with. I did not emphasize it much. I took it for granted. And I thought to myself, well, that's expected from everyone, that they know what to do. I take a different approach to that part of our worship. And I have realized that it is an opportunity for me to let my light shine before others. And for myself, it becomes an opportunity to let my community of faith be strengthened and let its light shine before others. And without partaking of this opportunity and ignoring it and not uplifting it, my community of faith, the church, becomes weak. As we heard from Christ, the church can become like salt, which loses its taste and becomes worthless. But God, who created the heavens and the earth, God who has the ability to bring life from death and can also restore the saltiness from salt, which lost its taste. Nothing's impossible for God. And what I'm talking about is the many blessings that you and I, we have received each day from God. There is a light that shines in each one of us where the blessings we receive from God, they are very too numerous to count. Where we live, if we have a job, the food we eat, the economic security we hold, the health that we may be enjoying, the family and friends we surround ourselves with, the warmth we use to, to protect ourselves from the cold, the safety of living in a country free from war. They are just a drop in the bucket in the blessings that we are always receiving from God. And I never hesitate to say to our community of faith, the blessings we receive from God are too numerous to count. Let us now share those blessings with our church. And the blessings we share with our community of faith, the church becomes the light that shines before others. It is the light the psalmist speaks about. Light shines in the darkness for the upright. The righteous are merciful, full of compassion. It is good for them to be generous. They have given freely to the poor. The Old Testament reading, Isaiah echoes the same sentiment. The fast that God chooses, is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover them? Then your light shall break forth like the dawn. It is because of the blessings that we have received from God that we share it with our church. And a light shines from this little corner of faith. And our community of faith does not exist to solely serve itself. And yes, we realize we have to look after this beautiful structure that we worship in. But from it shines the light that gives glory to our God in heaven. It is a light that the darkness of this world cannot cover. I'm an old hippie. I like to let my hair grow long if I can. The last time I was getting my hair cut, a conversation came, what do you do? And of course, I said, I'm a Lutheran pastor. And she said, thank you. I said, for what? He said, your church sponsored me. I'm grateful. I let our light shine before others so that they see your good works. Amen. Amen.